Limerick band Lee Dillon, uh, who once worked here at Live 95, is embarking on an epic car journey from Abu Dhabi to Qatar on Friday. Lee and his close friend Dylan Bulger are currently living and working in the UAE, and they're taking advantage of that to take in some of the World Cup soccer action in Doha. The duo will be documenting their journey in an effort they call Dylan and Dylan's World Cup takeover and Live 95's Luke Liddy caught up with both men as they looked forward to their trip at the end of this week. Yeah, well, I suppose this is uh, something that's been in the making. Little did we know for the last 12 months, Luke, myself and Dylan, when we arrived over here uh, to the UAE, we decided, you know, we, we really wanted to do something in the world of, of media, entertainment and sport, I suppose, to, to encompass all our, yeah. our interests. And, um, you know, soon after we, we started talking about it. We said, well, let's start a podcast to um, a general podcast at that stage, just to um, to give people a bit of information about how to come to the UAE. We always get questions from people at home. What's it like? How do you get jobs there? It looks great. There's a big Irish community here, of course. So lots of people in Ireland are, have their eye on it. Um, and then, you know, we, we developed that into an entertainment podcast that came out each weekend with funny stories and, and that kind of stuff. And of course, there was no talk of the World Cup at that point. But fast forward then about nine months or, you know, eight or nine months there, thereabouts. And of course, two football mad Irish men who unfortunately won't be seeing Ireland at the World Cup said, well, maybe there's an opportunity here that we could bring our show on the road. And that's exactly what we've decided to do. So we have our uh, we have kind of a three part uh takeover of the World Cup, as, as we called it. Um, the first being a build-up podcast, which we have released already, uh, detailing all the 32 teams, their coaches, their players, their chances, the controversies. Um, and that's out at the moment on Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts. And then we kind of back that up with a social media presence. And then, as you mentioned, the, the main event is the fact that we're actually going to the World Cup, but there's something very unique about it, Dylan. We're not going... The, uh, the conventional route. Yeah, we just had to make things complicated. We're after actually going to drive through the desert from Abu Dhabi the whole way to Qatar, which includes passing through Saudi Arabia on the way. So trying to make it a bit exciting that way. Yeah, not many people, uh, Luke, will be traveling to the World Cup in this way. And I think ever since I was a kid in Ireland, and I know Dylan's the same and, and many Irish people are, are the same, you know, you look at the TV and you think, First of all, will Ireland ever be there? <laughs> and secondly, will I ever get to go there? But we never expected that we'd get to have the journey of a lifetime, really, to Qatar. You mentioned a while ago, I said this, I looked at this on uh, Google Maps and it's around six hours of a drive to Abu Dhabi, uh, to Qatar, and, and you kind of laughed at me. It's going to take far longer than that. Yeah, I reckon so. I, I mean, you're talking going through two borders. You're talking about possibly thousands or millions of people getting into a country that doesn't fit that many people mm. and anything that goes wrong along the way, like getting lost possibly in the desert or in the sand or something. <laughs> and that wouldn't be like us. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be like us for something to go wrong. I mean, you can see that all over anything that we posted over the last 12 months. Yeah. But um, look, I mean, it's all part of the experience. It could be stressful. It could be a huge amount of fun. But regardless, it'd be something to look back on. It'll be a unique way rather than jumping on a plane and landing in an airport like anything else. So we mix it up. And just to add to that, you know, the reason we're kind of talking to people like yourself, Luke, is because we decided, look, there's a lot of people would love to go to the World Cup and just can't for whatever reason. Maybe they're too far away. Maybe they can't afford it. You know, maybe they, they don't have room for it in their life at the moment. And we said, well, look, we are in a very lucky position in that we are able to go there. Why not bring everyone in on, on the, the journey? Yeah. So we'll be up on our social media on the day that we're going and the days that we're there, just bringing people 
on the trip with us. So what is it like? Where are we in the desert? Stopping halfway, get the map out, look around the, the sand-filled deserts with camels on either side. And believe it or not, the stereotypes that people have in their head are actually quite true when it comes to that stuff. I mean, we're we're in a, a bustling metropolis here in Abu Dhabi, which is obviously quite different. It's skyscrapers and uh, very nice to look at. But then, you know, you go 30 minutes outside the city and you pretty much are surrounded by sand. It's, it is what you see on Bear Grylls. Um, but unfortunately, we won't be uh, doing half the uh, exciting stuff that he does. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not anyway. I hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look, I suppose you you mentioned there the the metropolis that is Abu Dhabi, and and, and we're used to seeing these built up areas, the likes of of Dubai and and even Doha in Qatar. But as you say, a lot of a lot of desert terrain in there as well, and and, and the culture as well, Lee, very different, isn't it? And that's that's been something that's 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 been an issue that, that this World Cup has been viewed obviously as controversial in terms of LGBTQ plus rights, and it's it's something that that people are going to have to be aware of they've maybe never gone to the Middle East before there are it is a different way of living and and there are some things that mightn't get you in trouble in the likes of Ireland or the UK but 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 would land you in trouble over over in Qatar 100% Luke and I think it was a shock to both of us when we first arrived here in Abu Dhabi and indeed many other people from the western world that Things are done a little bit differently here. It does take getting used to. Um, to some people back home, I don't think they quite understand when you say it. They kind of say, but isn't that so restrictive? Why, why would you want to live somewhere where you can't live the way you live at home? And the way we always look at it, we always use the same kind of phrase is that, you know, if I go over to your house, Luke, and you want me to take my shoes off, well, I'm going to take my shoes off because it's your house. Uh, just like if you come to mine, I'm going to do things or I'm going to expect that, that people would do it my way. And it's no different here for us. We've learned to live the way we want to live, live, live the life that we want to live, but while doing it the way that the powers that be here want us to do it. And, you know, it sounds far more restricted than it actually is. Um, now, I do think the UAE, particularly Dubai and Abu Dhabi, being huge tourist destinations are a little more lenient on things like this. Qatar, it seems, and Doha, not so much. Um, I know we were looking there over the last couple of weeks. There's a big list of restrictions that have come out there. They've been advertising on social media, Dylan, and and they've kind of said, you know, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. Yeah, like in saying that, it, it can be a little bit less restrictive here with all the tourism and stuff, but it seems to be people are worried about Doha. And <clears throat> there's a reason for that. The, these things that they put out, you know, no PDA in public, basically, you know, um, drinking alcohol but one of the interesting ones was that they said no loud noises or music and I mean this is for a World Cup there's going to be chanting you would expect there's going to be people singing songs there's going to be people getting hyped for events like can you imagine walking up to Wem- Wembley Stadium without anybody chanting or cheering yeah. it'll be very interesting to see how they actually deal with that especially because you know it's part of the whole hype it's part of the whole mm-hmm. build up and you mentioned LGBTQ there Luke which of course you know many people don't actually realise not not only is it is it frowned upon upon like uh, public displays of affection are, but that LGBTQ uh, relationships are actually illegal in these countries, mm. which comes as a shock to a lot of people. And it's certainly mm. different to the the forward thinking that it, it seems we've we've become accustomed to in the Western world. But um, you know, like like Dylan touching it there, if you're hosting a World Cup, which is for the world. If you are saying everyone is welcome to our country, to our city of Doha, to the biggest party in the world, you have to be more lenient than you usually would be. You can't expect to arrest 
half a million people because they're holding hands walking down the street or they're they're drinking a beer. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of been the main message coming from Qatar officials in interviews and stuff. It's very much been like, you know, but what about LGBTQ? Are they, you know, are they welcome? And it's always everyone is welcome. So remains to be seen. It'll be interesting. That's Limerick's Lee Dillon and Waterford man Dylan Bulger chatting to our own Luke Liddy ahead of their trip to Qatar and stay tuned to Limerick Today for part two of their story later in the week. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.